Hello, welcome back, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Isn't that a Mormon song? You know, uh, I think it is. Like when someone visits primary, you sing them a yes. welcome song. Yeah. It is, it is. That is what it is. Um, <laughs> but welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Welcome. Episode number, I don't even know, shit, what number is You know, it? I think this is number 10. Oh my god, this is number 10? I believe oh. so, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a big deal. Like, we've done 10 episodes, and our listeners have listened to 10 episodes. 10 episodes. We love you guys. On the back, because you know, to be quite honest, I, I did not listen back to our last two because I just had faith in you guys. You said it was great, and so I thought, hey, that's all I need. Sarah, you're so oh, full of faith. So full of faith. <laughs> I am so faithful. Um, yeah, so last week we did an episode where we read stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about how the church didn't want to be called LDS or Mormon anymore. Oh, and the rebranding. The rebranding, yeah. yeah. And then the the crucifix story. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I'm the worst at remembering. Like, honest to God, I used to think I had, like, the best memory ever. And, like, as soon as you hit 30, I fucking tell you, I can't remember <laughs> what I did yesterday. <laughs> Like, I'm like, did I do that? Where was I yesterday? When did I get back to Berlin? Who am yep. I? I What's can't happening? I don't know. I'm the same. So, I have no idea. It's yeah. really bad. And I've gotten to the habit where, like, I don't remember who I've told what to or, like, conversations I've had with people. <laughs> I literally will be like, oh, my God, you and I had this conversation the other day. And people are like, no, we didn't. So you're confusing <laughs> me with someone else. Thanks a I, lot. <laughs> I know. I've done it like five times in the last few weeks. So I apologize. My brain is shit. And <laughs> I don't know what else to do about it. Anywho, back to episode number 10. Woo! I'm excited about this. Um, yeah. So Katie, tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about weed. <laughs> We're talking about, yeah. Mormons the marijuana is and, what we're talking about. Yes. And Mormons and politics, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bit. Oi. Um, so yeah. um I guess people in Utah will know about this, but everywhere else, so everyone gather around, listen. <laughs> <laughs> so right now in Utah there's a proposition. Proposition two. It's the medical marijuana initiative so it's going to be on the ballot in november um and if you vote what sorry can i just ask a question really quickly that i've been thinking about a lot Mm -hmm. and it's like the dumbest question but okay so you have like proposition eight and now Mm -hmm. we're at proposition two so how do they do this number thing well you know proposition eight was in california and oh my god, this is why I have Katie on the show. <laughs> oh my god, I okay. <laughs> I love you. Okay. So, but yeah, I want to okay. talk about Proposition Eight after this because okay. I Sorry, feel I like the head. 
No, 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 you're good. Because I feel like Proposition 8, um, what's happening right now with Proposition 2 is just basically like Proposition 8 all over again. So we'll see the similarities. Um, but yes, so Proposition 2 in Utah, <laughs> it's going to be on the ballot. And if you vote yes, you that means you support legalizing medical marijuana for like individuals with qualifying medical illnesses right mm -hmm. um that can use medical marijuana so the lds church or what were we going to call it the tico j colds <laughs> the, yeah i don't i'm never going to remember that abbreviation the but fantastic. i just love like how obnoxious it is to say it every single time the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints oh, i hate it anyway <laughs> yeah they sent out an email last week to all of the members in Utah urging them to vote no on this. Uh, so I have a lot of issues with this. Um, do you Hello, want me to sister. read? Do you want me to read what they sent? Like basically what they said, or I don't know if that really matters. It basically just states that they think um, that marijuana will be too available and that it'll be harmful like to society it will um lead to a addiction and be a threat to health and safety essentially which is stupid but <laughs> yeah. so basically just to like clarify with listeners like there is nothing in there about like it's not even as much like health wise it's more about morality like that's right you they, shouldn't, you know, mm -hmm. don't take it because you can lead to addiction or like, you know, basically it's all like morality and that's why you shouldn't like vote to legalize marijuana or like legalize like for medicinal purposes. Because, yeah, like, they say, to... yeah, they say they have a responsibility to speak up about moral political issues, yes. but I'm using moral, I'm doing air quotes because what they think is moral here is just so absurd that. I I want to pull my hair out. Like, it's so ridiculous that they would consider this a moral issue when people in their congregations are taking opiates every single day. Like, Ooh, I know. I saw that someone posted that on Facebook. Maybe it was you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think someone... it was me. I tried to stay out of it. But... <laughs> well, it was like someone, one of my friends, or like, I don't know. I saw it on Facebook. no. It was like someone on Instagram, I think, who follows us on our podcast, but they posted oh, this hey. tweet about, yeah, things. Uh, they posted this tweet about, like, yeah, saying, like, you know, members don't, you know, like, vote against having whatever. It, yeah, I'm so bad at all this shit. Basically, vote so that you don't have marijuana as medicinal per, or, like, to be used, blah, blah, blah. But then it was, like, saying, like, because <laughs> then you guys can't take as many, like, opiums as, like, you want. Or, like, Jesus, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Like, they're just on OxyContin and, I mean, all, all kinds of prescription drugs. Like, Percocet, crazy which, By the way, I tried that, and it is delightful. So I do get the, <laughs> the hype of Percocet <laughs> and those types. But, like, it's not – it's, like – far more extreme than getting high like crazy differences well, like, and it's like painkillers and prescriptions are so much more like deadly 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And addictive. Like, I could totally yes. see myself being addicted to Percocet if I would allow. I'm getting real personal on this podcast. Um, <laughs> I could totally see myself. Whereas, like, when I smoke weed, I'm never like, oh, my God, I got to smoke weed today. Like, I did it yesterday. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I don't need to do it every single day. Or, like, it's, I don't right, know. because it's, it's not funny. addictive. Yeah. Yeah. And how, like, a lot of people assume that marijuana is, like, really addictive and like you have to smoke it every day once you get started and I'm like I've had the same dime bag for like four months now so <laughs> calm the fuck down Chill um, out. yeah did you know yeah. that you, like you can't you physically can't OD on marijuana unless you take like something insane like you'd have to eat the uh, the amount of lettuce that you would have to like smoke to you know like that amount of lettuce could kill you in if it was replaced with marijuana, you know, it's oh, like just crazy. Exactly. Um, and trust me, I've like basically tried in Amsterdam. Remember when I ate that whole fucking edible <laughs> and then decided to yes. smoke a blunt after that? And I was like, <laughs> crazy girl. In my head. Oh God. Oh, I that love was it. So but bad. See, you didn't die. Nothing bad happened to your body. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nothing bad happened other than I thought I was a monster. It was like, <laughs> But other than that, nothing bad happened, and I didn't, and, like, I didn't even have a hangover. That's the other thing, too, that I find that's so funny is that, like, alcohol, I mean, of course, in Mormonism, like, alcohol is, like, still deemed as bad, but, like, in other religions as well, it's like, oh, my God, like, alcohol is, like, okay, have a glass of wine or whatever, but if, like, someone smokes a joint, it's like, oh, my God, that's so horrible. You want to know, too? Yeah. That just reminded me, the smoking in this prop, too. Um, there's a statement that says that the medical marijuana would not be available in smokable form. So they can't even argue that like the smoke is bad for your lungs. That's so ridiculous because there's yeah. so many studies done yeah. on the benefits of like marijuana and especially, okay, so I'm not a scholar. So bitches don't be calling me out. If you're like, she doesn't know what she's talking about <laughs> and she doesn't have the facts. I don't. But basically, I do know that there's, like, that oil, right, that you can... CBD, yeah. Yeah, that's extracted, that's, like, really good for anxiety and stress, and that if Mm -hmm. you just, like, you know, do the vape pen with that, or just, like, put it in your food or whatever, Mm -hmm. and just have a little bit a day, like, helps so much with anxiety, and you wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to be dependent on, like, anxiety meds or whatever, you know, like, it's a better solution, so I I don't get why people are so anti-marijuana. I feel like I'm, like, on a my soapbox about marijuana and I'm really not even that passionate about it. I mean, I love it, but I just feel like I'm coming across as like, Oh my God. No, I'm the same way. Cause I don't even really care about it. Honestly, that much. I'm just like, "Eh, whatever. But the thing is, is that like prescription painkillers kill tens of thousands, people, uh, tens of thousands of people every year. Marijuana has never killed anyone. So that's the thing that I'm passionate about is like, I just don't understand why this thing that can help so many people um, for so many reasons, like why anyone would be opposed to this. Um, It's just silly. But we have, there is a reason that you and I were just talking about Sarah off the air (laughs) where um, we were reading this article that said that the Mormon church has um, stocks in like big pharmaceutical companies oh yeah exactly which oh my god when i read that my mind was blown so listeners in case you like 
we're spacing out. Let's like, come back. Like, there are so many, like, it was on WikiLeaks or something like that, where the original, like, the guy, someone in the church, like, took pictures of actual, like, accounting issues in the LDS church. La- church of Jesus Christ, what I was saying. That show that, like, the church has invested, like, billions of dollars into pharmaceutical companies. So that's actually the reason why they have an incentive to make sure that, like, the members do not... Uh, is it vote for Prop 2 or against Prop 2? They want to vote against it because Prop 2 okay. would, like, legalize, legalize. legalize it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so them saying, like, for members to, you know, they, they can't tell you what to vote for, but they can strongly encourage or advise that, like, mm-hmm. you vote against Prop 2. And it's ba- it all comes down to the fact that, like, their investment is in this pharmaceutical company, which means that, you know, marijuana is legalized and their profits decrease because they no longer make the, or people aren't buying those meds. Instead, they're buying marijuana. Da, 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 yep. Da. Yep. And like, I read that. I was like, I felt sick in my stomach. It's because so of, gross. It's yeah. so corrupt. It's mm-hmm. really corrupt. And like knowing that like I've given this church, this organization so much of my fucking time and money because mm. I thought that like, oh my God, they like give all their money away and like they don't benefit from anything. And then you realize like, oh no, like they've invested a lot of money into corrupt organizations such as pharmaceutical companies. And now they're trying to like brainwash and manipulate the members into voting against this prop, even though like prop two, even though it's like a great thing because they don't want to lose money. Yeah. And they do it under the guise of saying that it's immoral for marijuana to be legal, which makes no sense at all. But, but yeah, I have this, um, article up here, listeners, if you want to read the whole thing, it's really good. It's in culture magazine and it says on here that they, yeah, they, here we go. The church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints (laughs) has been discovered to (laughs) allegedly own billions of dollars worth in stocks for pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies. They're estimated to own 73 million shares of Pfizer 400 oh it gets worse 490 million in Johnson and Johnson and 719 million in other pharmaceutical companies that was from Mormon leaks yeah oh my god I didn't know that it's so so bad and but when you realize that it makes sense why they wouldn't want people using a natural alternative like marijuana. That is like blowing my mind right now. It's insane to me. And it makes but me But you know, really like bad. you can't tell the members this stuff because, or you can, but they're just going to say that you've made it all up or it's like false sources. Right. Cause I totally could remember like, being a member, and if I were to hear something like that, I just would have been like, no, 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 like, you're making that up, or that's, like, a false source, or blah, 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 right. like, and I, I mean, before I left the church, I remember thinking, like, weed was, like, of the devil, like, mm-hmm. like, awful stuff, and, like, you should never, ever do it, and blah, 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 like, it's, it's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, like, you're, you're told that any other source besides the Mormon church is, like, anti-Mormon, and so you shouldn't listen. And the hard thing with these numbers, too, is that they're estimated like, you know, they they're an educated guess and they have people who have researched this and tried to get the best, you know, number. But yeah. 
you, they don't know for sure because the Mormon church doesn't have to re open their financial books to anyone. So that's the problem is that like you can guess and you can kind of make those connections and see where those different companies have those different ties, but you can't know for sure. And that's extra corrupt because they don't have to report anything to the IRS at all, even oh, though they have all this money. Religion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that because, oh, yeah, I remember watching that Scientology documentary, um, and I had no idea that that's how it worked. Like, basically why... Sorry, any Scientologists, if you're listening. <laughs> but like, I'm not really like sorry. Why. If you're in Scientology, you should leave. <laughs> that's true. Good yeah. point. But, like, yeah, I remember, like, that's why, like, the, the founder even, like, he was, like, smart and, like, a con man and was, like, oh, yeah, like, let's make this a religion because then you don't have to pay taxes. And, like, oh, man, yep. that's crazy. Yep. And I forgot that the Mormon church doesn't have to pay taxes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, girl, <gasps> we're going to get into it because I'm getting fired up about this. Oh, <laughs> so. tell me more. Tell me more. It's, okay, so beyond how stupid it all is, like why you would even tell your, you know, members of your congregation to vote a certain way. And the whole pharmaceutical industry stock thing. My biggest, like, annoyance with this is the breach of, like, the separation of church and state. They just don't even, don't even give a shit. Like, it just doesn't exist, you know? Because yeah, that's true. this letter came from the, like, heads of the church, and it went to all the members. And so by doing that, they're basically saying, you know, we are divinely inspired men. We talk with God on a regular basis, and this is what he would want. This is what's good for you know, whatever, the kingdom of God, and this is how you should vote. And that messes things up, like, really bad, because then all these members of the church, instead of just thinking about it themselves, I mean, some of them will think about it and probably vote the other way, but a lot of them won't. And then that controls legislation, and that controls the laws, and that's a religion controlling what everyone else has to do um because especially because it's in utah and there's so many mormons there so that gets me really pissed off and that's also why i was so pissed off well for many reasons about property <laughs> well, so yeah no but that's that's actually okay so for non-american listeners when we say like separation of church and state like that's a total i think that's a total american term because I've said that before, and like, huh? but basically, like, separation of government and religious ties. So, like, yeah, yeah. It, what Katie was saying, like, you, you, a religion can't have any type of political influence. Yeah, in any, it's like, completely not, unethical for a religion to endorse something, especially when they can give money or something to a certain cause, and they don't have to show that they gave any money. Like, they're lobbying, and they don't have to show that they lobbied. You know? Oh fuck! I did not know that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. And you know that like everyone in Utah is gonna vote against it just because of that letter, and because they they paint marijuana in such a bad way that like Mormons in Utah are gonna be like, no, do not legalize. Because even 
I mean, the Mormons who I know, like, who are pretty active, and that's, like, the older generation, not not really, like, my friends who are my age, but, like, the, especially the older generation, they just see it as, like, this horrible thing and that you're going to become a pothead and be, like, lazy and not get anything done and, like, a stoner and, like, you're going to be addicted to it and, like, drop out of college and quit your job and, like, blah, 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 leave the church. And so, like... I could totally see, like, I'm surprised I haven't actually seen, like, more of this on Facebook than I thought I would, especially from the older, like, Mormons that I have on my, from, like, my mom's, like, friends and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't think they know about it, maybe, or if they did, like, they would be very, very vocal about voting against it. Yeah. I got in a fight on Facebook, you guys, and I'm ashamed (laughs) Okay, it wasn't really a face. It wasn't really a fight. I want to say it was a civil disagreement. But this girl that, or this woman now that I was really good friends with in junior high, she posted um, a post on Facebook in defense of this and saying like, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. The church isn't telling anyone what to do. They can choose. They can make up their own mind. And the church has a right to say what they want. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't not say something. I was like, no, this is, the whole thing is, this is not separation of church and state. These people are going to be influenced by this letter, whether or not you say so, because they believe that the, the, authors of this letter are divinely inspired so they're they're gonna vote that way and that's gonna affect the legislation and she responded with well if you want a church to not say anything um not give an opinion on political matters then you can't have Planned Parenthood or LGBT uh, organizations give an opinion and I was like hey hold up like what (laughs) She was like, because they're nonprofit and they don't pay taxes. So I, t- I told her, like, if they want to influence, they should pay taxes, like every other lobbying, whatever. And I was like, okay, but no, at least like the nonprofits, you know where their money goes and they're honest about it. With religions, you know, you're just never supposed to do that ever. And the Mormons yeah, exactly. do it. There's no, yeah. So, yeah. anyways, I. I think it ended well. I don't think she got mad at me, like too mad at me, but I did have a little fight. (laughs) But here's the thing. Also, her argument, like, literally doesn't make any sense because those nonprofits are not religious. It's not like, it's not manipulative because it's still choice. Like, it's not like a, a cult or a group of people who are following this prophet who says that he's inspired of God. It's not like, you know, like Planned Parenthood is like, oh, I am a prophetess of God. Like, so you have to listen to me. Like, no, these are just like nonprofit organizations who are fighting for humanitarian, like human rights and have no association with the religion. And that's the difference. Like it's huge. And they're honest about it. And they're honest where their money goes and where the money come from, comes from. Like, and yeah, they're not telling people like, oh, God said so, whereas religions are. And exactly. It's- and when you have people, especially like people who like, um, who I'm trying to, how do I say this without being like <laughs> offensive? Um, 
yeah, okay, so just, like, maybe certain religious people who don't have as much of, like, no, I don't want to say, like, educational background, but just maybe, like, they they take to heart exactly, like, what a religious prophet or leader said, mm-hmm. and they don't research anything at all, like, which is fine. I'm not dissing on anyone in that situation, but, like, if you have those type of people, it's, like, highly influential then they're going to literally not research or not even look into it and just say, like, this is true, this is factual, like, right. I'm going to do whatever the prophet says to do. Exactly, exactly. And it's, I think yeah. it's so unethical, and I don't know why more people aren't super outraged. I know a lot of people are that aren't Mormon, but um, Mormon, when you're in it, you don't seem to see that that is completely inappropriate and the church is super overstepping bounds in that realm, you know, crossing. Well, yeah, and you, you defend it every, I mean, again, I can remember, like, as a Mormon defending the church and constantly being like, oh, no, but they mean, like, this and this, or, like, this is, like, a moral. It's so pretentious and arrogant and, like, judgmental because I would have my nose so far in the air being like, no, no, like, you know, this is the better for the morality of the country. Like, we need to cleanse the earth type <laughs> thinking, you know. Like, yeah, this is right. Like, we don't want people who vote for abortion because that just means they're murdering babies. And you don't even think about, like, researching and finding out the actual reason why women who vote, you know, for legalizing abortion. It's not because they want to, like, fucking go out and have unprotected sex and then be able to have an abortion immediately. Like it has nothing to do with that. Right. But like you're in this and I'm just giving that example. Cause I remember I was like, so like such a hardcore, like abortion is evil because that's how the church and like conservative parties will, will present it. Is that like we, women just want it to be legalized because they want to go out and fuck whoever they want. And then uh. if they can't have an abortion and be like careless Baby I'm, I'm like turning red. I'm getting so angry. I <laughs> and, and that's the thing is that like I 100% was like that, you know, and then afterwards when you like leave the church and you start actually researching and you're like, oh my God, like that's not at all what legalizing abortion is about. It's, it's mm-hmm. even more than just having like a woman have a choice. It goes beyond that. It's more yeah. about protecting a woman like in her health and like you're not going to prevent abortions from happening. So why not like do it in a safe place and like where the woman doesn't die because she's having yeah. one done. Like yeah. anyways, after I just read, I was like, Oh my God. And that was just like one thing. And then it was like a snowball effect because I kept just like researching all these other, like I'm doing air quotes immoral things that like should vote against that's in the politics and the government. And then like you started really looking into it and you're like, wait, what? Like they don't present any of the facts. But again, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has <laughs> great marketing, right? Like they're able yeah. to just like take one part of the truth and not the whole thing, but just like a little like nugget of it and just emphasize that part. Mm-hmm. And then they can still say this is the truth and people believe it without researching further because they're like, oh, yeah, like this is what it is. Like this is what they told me, the prophet of God. I'm going to yeah. listen to them. Just and like then you blind can, faith. Like, yeah. yeah, and then you can, like, back it up if people try to argue against you. Like, no, it is the truth because it is part of, like, a small, tiny bit might be true. Or, like, they just pick out, like, the ugly stuff and focus just on that. Or they pick out, you know what I mean? Like, they just yeah. 
they're so good at marketing and they get the people to follow like blindly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it blows my mind. And like, it's horrifying. This is, this is such an extreme example, but like, it's the first thing that pops into my head. So I was telling you earlier about like, okay, so listeners, I, Katie and I both enjoy the podcast, My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. Shout out Karen and Georgia. Hey. I know you're listening, but <laughs> if you do, we love you. Um, so I was listening to an episode today on called like the Kirtland Colt Killings. And I was like, oh my God, are they talking about like the Kirtland Temple? Like, no, this can't be it. And it is, it's like the Kirtland, okay, so listeners, the Kirtland Temple is in Ohio and it's like one of the like Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, like, <laughs> like historical sites that Mormons go to, to like visit. So you have like Salt Lake City, you have Nauvoo and you have Kirtland Temple, right? Yep, Maybe. and then like Palmyra, where the and Palmyra, yeah, yeah, and Missouri mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Because okay, so listen, we haven't talked about this that much, but like Mormons believe that when Jesus comes, the Garden of Eden is in <laughs> Independence, Missouri. <laughs> okay, there's the line. I don't. <laughs> I know you haven't seen the Book of Mormon, but there is the most perfect line. You you need to look up this song. It's called "I Believe." And uh-huh. it's in the Book of Mormon musical, and there's this part where he, it's just the missionary, and he goes, he sings, I believe that the Garden of Eden was in Jackson County, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And it's funny because it's, like, true. They're not making that up. That's what Mormons They're not. Believe. Like, that's where they believe the Garden of Eden was and will be. Yep. So. That shit crazy <laughs> it's 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 so mental but anyway okay so Kirtland is like this other historical site and we've talked about this before with like our Joseph Smith episode where um and like with polygamy as well that there's like this other sector of the church that like left the church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints and now they're called F L D S, which is like what does it stand for I don't remember um, well, I think they were right? they were the Reformed Latter Day Saints, and then they changed to Community of Christ. Yes, okay, that's yeah. it. But there and is they, an FLDS. FLDS is what Warren Jeffs was like. The right, right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So this one is a different one. This one is a Reformed one, uh, the or Community of Christ, because it, like in the episode, and I like Googled it. Anyways, Georgia like talks about like this cult killing, and it. And it's, like, this guy who, um, he used to do, like, temple tours for the Kirtland oh. Temple. Oh. And he did it for the Community of Christ, like, or what, What I think it's that church that owns quite a significant part yes. of property. Mm-hmm. And so he did, like, those church tours, which I've been on those. This is why it's, like, so fucking mental. I went on one in Nauvoo. Wow. And it's, like, I had no idea. I thought that they were all Mormon. But I guess it turns out that the majority of them are from this Community of Christ church, like, it's not even Mormons who do these tours and whatnot, mm-hmm. but like because the doctrine and everything is like identical. Yeah, they still use the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was so funny because Georgia kept calling it the Church of Mormon, or like she's like Church Book of Mormon. Church <laughs> of Mormon. Um, but yeah, so this like dude was able to convince these people to also leave the Mormon Church and join his like cult. And he, like, convinced them that, like, yeah, like, he was a prophet of God and that, like, he was telling them that they need to give him money and that, like, they needed to, like, all move into one house. 
And this is the crazy part, but it made me giggle so much, too. Apparently, he told them that they weren't allowed to talk to each other without him being present. And if they did, it was considered a sin. And do you want to know what he called it? And when oh. Georgia said it, I almost like pissed my pants laughing. <laughs> what? Murmuring. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so like literally, he was like, it's a sin to murmur. And if they talk without him being present, like amongst each other, it was murmuring and a sin. Oh my God, Fucking listeners. If you mental. haven't listened to our Book of Mormon, Book of Murmur episode, you won't understand why that's so funny, but it's hilarious. <laughs> so go listen. But yeah. <laughs> and also listeners like, Google this, like, fucking read this Wikipedia called Kirtland. It's with a T, Kirtland, like, cult killings. It is mind-fucking-blowing. I like, can't wait I, to read about it. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go like, do it. I listened to it, and then I researched it, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? So, okay, so sorry. So the point is, is that, like, this guy was able to, like, brainwash these people so much and, like, manipulate them um, because they were just so convinced that he was, like, inspired of God. Mm -hmm. That they were like, oh, and because they used to be in the Mormon church and like he left the Mormon church. They were just like, yeah, 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 this is true. (laughs) And it got too much to the point where he like convinced them that they were going to rob the LDS Kirtland church. Like just like go in and like steal shit and like vandalize it and all this stuff. But then apparently like the cops, like one of the members like told the cops because they felt guilty and like they asked this like cult leader to come in and he was like oh, yeah, yeah, just kidding, we're not going to do that. And then he told his congregation, like, JK, JK, like, we're actually not going to rob the church or, like, vandalize the Mormon temple anymore, like, because God told me not to do it, and he, like, changed his mind. Hashtag fucking Joseph Smith stories, right? Hashtag God always changes his mind. He always (laughs) changes his mind when it's inconvenient. Yep. So, like, you're, like, listening to this, and you're, like, how can people believe someone like this? And then you're, like, oh, wait, I used to be Mormon. I get it. Like, I would do the same thing back then. Like, I'd be, like, okay, we do. And then, like, they even had, okay, so this is the killing part. This is, like, fucking crazy. Sorry, this is, like, such a tangent, but I just have to, like, the, the, the comparison is blowing my mind. Um, so, like, he convinces them, this one family, to move from Missouri to there and, like, give him, like, $10,000 from them, like, selling their home. And then he, like, kept some of it for himself and his family because he had, like, three, gar- like, daughters and a wife and, like, clearly, like, they needed some of that money, too. So this, like, cult leader gets mad about it and convinces that the other cult, like, members that they should, like, cleanse and purify the group, and they have to start by killing this family. (gasps) Yeah. So they, like, come up with a plan. Basically, they, like, have the, like, the husband that, it's called the Avery family, have the husband come over. They, like, tie him up, gag him throw him in the basement where they like shoot him like three or four times. And then they convince the wife to come in and be like, Oh, something's wrong with your husband. You need to come quickly do the same thing with him or sorry with her, like tie her up, gag her, shoot her three times. And then they do it to the three daughters who are like the youngest, I think is like seven. Don't quote me. I'm really bad with facts, but 
And then they just like bury them and that and they like dug this little hole where they just like threw all the bodies in his like barn that he bought. Wow. And this is how sick and mental. Like the cult leaders or the members were told to like turn on chainsaws to like cover the the shot noises, like the gun noises. This is horrifying. Isn't that crazy? Like cults are insane. Yeah. It's but then it's like even more mental because he does so many like parallels to the Book of Mormon. So then after that happens, he like convinces the group to go to the wilderness. And so they're just like out wandering the wilderness. Oh my gosh, they're like Lehi and his family. I know. It's so crazy. But I mean, okay, so long story short, just fucking Google it and wiki it and then you'll see yeah. like the a comparison between like Book of Mormon stuff, like Joseph Smith. And, like, how, like, the line is so thin, other than, like, the fact that Joseph Smith didn't ask people to, like, murder someone. Hashtag, though, Book of Mormon, like, Nephi had to murder the king. He could have. Also, he had people, like, do a lot of other shitty stuff, so. And they did it. Yeah. (laughs) It's so crazy to me. Like, when I was listening to it, I was just like, whoa, like. That's insane. I wonder how much of that shit. I mean, obviously, I don't think murders happen in the Mormon church. But, like, think about all the other stuff that, like, they. Sometimes, I think. Mountain Meadows Massacre is something we haven't covered yet. Oh, that's going to be such a good one. That'll be a future episode. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is so crazy. Sorry, I went off on this, like, (laughs) ridiculous tangent. (laughs) But it was, like, so ironic that I listened to it today. Yeah. episode and I was like what yeah and it totally draws that parallel of like when someone really believes in someone or believes that they're um, a prophet of God or something they'll do things for them and that's basically what like this whole thing is with the church getting involved in politics like when they say something it's different than just having an opinion because people follow them thousands of people follow millions millions yes millions yeah and so that's it's super undue and unethical influence because it's basically like a religion controlling stuff so um yeah but that's not the first time obviously this is not the first time that the mormon church has done this did you know that in 1972 the Mormon church opposed the equal rights amendment. (gasps) Oh yeah. Like big time. They had this. Yeah. They had this letter that went out all of this, these talks about how, um, so for the equal rights amendment, if anyone doesn't know it, um, the basic uh, statement of it, the mission statement is, It's like for the equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any state on account of sex. So it's basically like equal rights between men and women. And the church opposed this. They have like a whole letter you can look up online. And many letter up online. Yeah, I looked it up today and I can't find it right now, but I wrote down some notes here. Um, and Oh, there's some really gross, like, quotes, too, from around that time, from around, like, the prophet of that time, which was um, Spencer W. Kimball. And they said that they opposed this, that church uh, church members should vote no on this because it endangered t- 
time-honored moral values by challenging laws that have safeguarded the family, which would lead to gay marriage, would lead to less women staying home and being mothers. It would lead to abortions, and it would blur the roles given to men and women. Oh, my God. I just... Yeah. I feel sick. It's so gross. And they've been involved in that, like, they've been involved with politics since, I mean, probably before that, but that's a big one in 1972, like, telling members how to vote. And then a big one, which I'm glad we're talking about because it's Prop 8. Um, Prop 8, Prop 8, which I'm glad that you're covering because I have, I'm not going to lie, I have not research this since leaving but I remember the whole thing when I was in the Mormon church and I was like super devout and was like yeah prop a like yeah yeah uh, okay so for people who don't know proposition eight um it was in 2008 um it was proposed in California to be a constitutional amendment that would eliminate the rights of same-sex couples to marry. Um, And I'm really, really glad we're talking about this because I wanted to talk about it when we had our Pride episode with Madison. Oh, yeah. But I feel like I didn't, I don't know, I didn't do that episode justice. Like, I think I just was trying to, like, balance talking to two people and I didn't really talk about some kind of more serious issues. So I'm glad we're talking about it now. Cause like the homophobia in Mormonism is very serious and very gross. Next level. So anyways, I'm glad we're talking about it now. Um, so yeah, just to clarify, it was, it was an amendment to take away rights from same-sex couples to marry and the Mormon church wrote a letter because they like doing this they wrote a letter to, <laughs> <laughs> to congregations that was to be read in every single chapel on a particular Sunday it was yeah June of 2008 and it told the members to do everything they could in their power to like donate to support this proposition that would take away rights from people. Oh my God. I do remember that because I remember uh, defending the Mormon church by saying like, cause this is what they teach you. Um, well, the church isn't telling you what to do and it has no political affiliation because <laughs> it hasn't donated any money to it. But then like it encourages like members of the church to donate their money to this like you know proposition eight and but they could safely say like oh but we didn't do it like the church itself as an organization did not donate any money to it just the members did and we can't control what they do with that money yeah but they read this in church as though it's like from god like Yeah, they wrote, I think I've read this on an episode before, but I'll read it again. In this letter, um, it says that 
The church's teachings and position on this moral issue are unequivocal. Marriage between a man and a woman is ordained of God, and the formation of families is central to the Creator's plan for His children. Children are entitled to be born within this bond of marriage. We ask that you do all you can to support the proposed constitutional amendment by donating of your means and time to assure that marriage in California is legally defined as being between a man and woman. Our best efforts are required to preserve the sacred institution of marriage. Oh, oh I hate it so much. <laughs> such barf. Such barf. Yeah. So... Which is, again, another example, like, they're so good at manipulation, though, and marketing, it blows my mind, like, how they particularly, like, choose the wording, and so that they could say safely, like, oh, but we didn't tell them they had to vote for Prop 8, we didn't tell them they had to, like, donate or whatever, like, we just strongly encouraged We urged you, and we talked to God. Exactly. Therefore, we can meddle in political affairs and take away your rights from people. And it's this whole play on, like, guilt and shame, too, because if you're a member and you're reading this or listening to it being read, then you're thinking, like, well, if I'm not, you know, if if I'm a righteous Mormon, then I have to do this. Like, you know, like, otherwise, like, the literally the prophet of God, the man inspired of God is saying that I should do this and I'm Mm -hmm. actively choosing not to. So like that doesn't, that makes me like a unrighteous Mormon. So I have to, like I have to do this. And like, it's whole like guilt, like how they word it and say it. It's like so much shame and guilt. And like, all you have to do, if you want to be a righteous Mormon, then this is what you have to do. Like, uh, so, and the church too, they besides sending out that letter they sent out this like it was kind of like a a a video guide and it was recorded by some of the apostles on how to help like donate basically they would tell them how to like you know you could write a blog about it you can call people you can go door to door and tell people and then they ended up, <laughs> so if you research it, the Mormon church, they ended up contributing like over 20 million, but that's like the estimate because of course, whoa, what? of course you can't know for sure because they, <laughs> so they paid for all the signs, like all the yard signs, the billboards, the print and TV ads, like the websites, they had a call center for people like to call and try to influence people to vote for this. They made videos on their website about like preserving the family and why Prop 8 would destroy the family. And they they lied about their involvement with like this and said that they had only donated $2,000 at first. And then it came out that they admitted they spent $20,000 and then all this other investigation was done and they were involved with this company that was like, it was over like $20 million, but the IRS hasn't investigated them because like they can't. Because they're a religion. And yeah, they it's insane. And that was just the church. That wasn't even like all the other members like donating just all of their money and time for free. Wow, you know, I had no idea. It's 
crazy. And that was like, you know, probably a lot of tithing money. So yeah, the, that training video, part of it, you can find on YouTube. And I watched part of it and I was like so mad. I had to turn it off because they were like, we're so excited to back up this wonderful, righteous proposition and restore the kingdom of God. Like, ugh, pretend, oh, super awful. Oh, I just feel like, you know, when you're a kid and you find out that like Santa Claus isn't real. Mm-hmm. And you just feel really dumb and stupid or like when you think that something is a certain way and you like defended it or like, you know, like maybe you had a boyfriend and you're like, he's the best and you'd like defend him to all of your friends and you're like, no, he would never do that. Then it turns out he's like fucking this other girl and whatever. And then you're just like, well, shit, I feel so stupid Mm. like that's totally how I feel right now like because I used to defend them so much and would always like no they would never do this and like this is you know they're asking us to vote this because it's like for the benefit of everyone and like we're all about loving everyone and blah 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 and then you find out they're just like a corporate money whore and like and they say they're all about loving everyone yet they take joy in in supporting a proposition that would take rights away from people, take away someone's right to marry someone that they love. Exactly. And it's absolutely disgusting to me that anyone would ever support that. And it's also disgusting that a church would meddle in this and spend money on this and that more Mormons don't call it out and don't see it, but they're also just so like brainwashed, you know, like it's hard to step back and really see when you're in it. It's like an abusive relationship. Like it's hard to see when you're in it. Yeah. And you like defend it and you like think it's the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. Hashtag story of my life. I love that that's the first example I pull up because it's like literally the story of my life. (laughs) No, but he's like really great and like (laughs) we're like the best and like he's like so cool. And then like, you know, two months later, I'm like, just kidding, everyone. He's been fucking this other girl the whole time. And it's like, (laughs) yeah. Or like, he's just a total dick and everyone else is like, well, duh, we've been saying that the whole time. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. That's cool. Got it. <sighs> I also feel like this episode, my insight has been like that of a 17-year-old girl. Like, oh my God, can't believe I did that. <laughs> I've been responding to everything. Whatever. Like, I love it. Intellectual <laughs> capabilities at all on my side. Like, nothing that's been profound. I'm just like, oh my God. You Let told about, about the murders. Really. That was profound. I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't even my own material. I literally just listened to another podcast that told me. <laughs> I'm sure people appreciated it. But... Oh, God. But the I good see, thing, I... the good thing what? with this Prop 8, though, is that in 2013, um, it was ruled un- con- ugh, unconstitutional. <laughs> and so same-sex marriages, like, resumed in 2013. So it, it lasted. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that it went through. Prop 8 oh. oh, it passed. It was so sad. So that's another thing why, like, the Mormon influence was so um, 
you know, it, there was a limelight shot on it because I think if there wasn't such a strong Mormon influence, it wouldn't have passed because it it only barely passed. So like if Mormons hadn't meddled in it, then it probably wouldn't have, but it did. And so it outlawed same-sex marriage for five years, basically. And oh it was God. so sad. Like it was so heartbreaking because at the same time, um, it was really those 2008 elections were great because Obama got elected. So everyone was like celebrating, but then you got the news that like prop eight passed and these people, these lovely couples who were engaged couldn't get married. Oh yeah. It's it's shitty. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is a cunt and I do not appreciate (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how rude yeah Uh, super rude right i which by the way i say cunt all the time because i think it's such a brilliant word like (laughs) i love it and you know how like in the states it's like not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. i mean it is but it's like not our it's not our slang so like it's not like like cunt is not worse than saying fuck like in the states like fuck is worse than cunt i think yeah right in the states but like in the uk like cunt is like some people just say like the c word like they won't even like say it because oh like, really like, funny yeah it's like when i was yes yeah, so when i was in scotland this weekend like a lot of people were like so i went to a few plays or whatever and they would say like fuck all the time like fucking hell or whatever but then like <laughs> if it was like cunt it was like oh that's not allowed to be said and i was like what and then i'm just dropping it the whole time like Blah, 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 blah. It's such a cunt. And they were like, ah! <laughs> Ma, that. And I was Ma, like, oh, <laughs> So, lesson learned. Another example of how I swear too much. And although, thank you listeners for saying that I don't swear too much. Yeah, that was kind of you. Because so. <laughs> the vote was like 10% to 90 or some shit like that. Or 12 to 88. So, thanks. Told ya. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of a twat, and I would not have changed anyways. So, thanks for just loving me for me being me, (laughs) is what I want to say. Well, that's crazy, though. Like, oh, man, I just feel... I feel so lied to and manipulated and angry and upset. But then also, like, this episode just, like confirms what I already know like oh my god I'm so glad that I'm not involved in that shit anymore Mm -hmm. and like I'm able to make decisions on my own and not being influenced by crazy god fearing slash god inspired I'm doing air quotes (laughs) motherfuckers you know yeah yeah and I hope that this proposition too I don't think it'll It'll pass just because there's so many Mormons, but I just hope more Mormons think about it than last time with Proposition 8. And I know 2008, you know, that was 10 years ago, but the thing is, is that, like, homophobia still exists, and they try to say it's not homophobic, but when you're telling someone that the way their sexuality is wrong and that oh we love you you're welcome but you can't act on your sexuality like 
any but person. you can't be yourself is you what can't. we're saying no and you can't like in the mormon church if you're gay you can't have a partner you can't like do any of that stuff and so they hide behind this and it's really infuriating and it, i mean even in the was it the, the last general conference like dallin h oaks said again like um homosexuality homosexual relationships are a sin and like cohabitating outside of marriage is a sin he like re- was standing he just reiterated it and i'm like how do people even listen to this and then i don't know i don't know it's just crazy to me well but. also like i remember the argument being that like so whenever they said like yeah everyone's welcome like you know, we accept everyone. It just means that you can't act on your feelings or whatever. I, I remember the example being given like, well, yeah, like if I was a gay man, then, you know, I wouldn't be able to like, you know, have sex before marriage, even if I was straight or gay. It's the same for both. And I was like, well, not really, because like if you're straight, you can kiss, you can be in a relationship, you can like, you know, fully date. But if and you're, you can eventually marry. Yeah, and you can eventually marry, but if you're, like, homosexual in the church, like, you can't because you can't act on any of that stuff. So, it's not just about, like, not having sex before marriage. It's like, you don't get to have sex ever. Ever. And then you're forever alone or you end up marrying someone and, like, being miserable because yeah. you're, like, someone you're not attracted to. And, yeah. Like, in the, uh, like, back in the day, they used to tell, like, members that were experiencing homosexual feelings, as they called it, they would, like, tell them to marry someone of the opposite sex to, like, cure them. It was, like, a widespread thing that they would proclaim that homosexuality was curable, which is oh so God. horrible. In- or, yeah, because they see it as, like, we've talked about it before, but they see it as a trial. That, like, mm-hmm. it's just an affliction that a person yes. has to go through. Like, everyone has, like, a certain struggle they have in life. And, like, if you're born a gay man or a lesbian or whatever, like, it's because it's just the trial that the Lord has placed upon you and that you're a stronger person because the Lord knows you can Ugh. get through the trial. It's such a cop-out. And it's yeah, it's so horrible. I have a quote here that this kind of ties in. Um so prophet spencer w kimball do you remember the book the miracle of forgiveness uh yes it's like it's like no it's like in almost every mormon household yeah it's like a big red book right yeah and it like you'll read from it at like family home evening or like they'll give lessons from it right because he was a prophet in like the 70s and 80s okay this is a direct quote from the miracle of forgiveness okay It's gross. Prepare yourself. I'm preparing. Homosexuality is an ugly sin, repugnant to those who find no temptation in it, as well as to many past offenders who are seeking a way out of its clutches. It is embarrassing and unpleasant as a subject for discussion, but because of its prevalence, the need to warn the uninitiated and the desire to help those who may already be involved in it, it is discussed in this chapter. 
Masturbation, too, leads to grievous sin, even to that sin against nature, which is homosexuality. For done in private, it evolves often into mutual masturbation, practiced with another person of the same sex, and thence into total homosexuality. <laughs> that, my friends, is a direct quote from a prophet prophet quote-unquote of god and that book is still <sighs> circulating in mormon households right now oh my god oh! crazy so fucking mental so it's mental like, <laughs> how do you even read something like that and be like oh yeah that makes sense fair enough because when i masturbate i immediately want to have a joint masturbation party <laughs> that's what happens i Literally every time I get my toy out and I'm like, oh, sure wish I had someone else here masturbating beside me. Like, what the fuck? Or, like, I like that they're like, when you masturbate in private, it leads to this stuff. I, you should, like, I wish that like, I could find that, like, have a serious Mormon, like, give me that quote. And I could just be like, so you're saying I should masturbate in public. And then yeah, it's fine. What are you saying? Like, <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, and it's funny, but it's also, like, it's so horrible because people think, like, this is how Mormon minds are trained to think. And I, yeah, I guess to kind of bring it down a little bit, but it's just so sad. I have to reiterate that, like, (sighs) teenagers especially and Mormon youth who are, like, especially if they're, like gay or LGBT of any kind, the suicide rate is 60% higher in Utah than anywhere else. And so so you have to think about that and what these people are saying and what this religion is doing and (sighs) that it's horrible. And I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know how to stop it, but I want to stop it. But I just wish, if anyone's listening out there and you are Mormon and you're gay, just know you're okay. You're not a sinner. You're yeah, not going to hell. you're not a sinner at and all. And what they're saying about you is not true. And you can not be celibate. You can have fun. <laughs> and you are a beautiful baby, boy, girl, whatever. whatever. Unicorn, you are that. Yes. So do not take what they say seriously or to heart because it's not true Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. I just wanted to say that because I feel like I didn't say it in the last episode and I believe it. So. Well, good. I think it should be reiterated a thousand million kajillion times. Like, Agreed. Yeah. It's so important that people hear this and know that like it's that behavior is never okay and it's definitely not okay for a huge politi- uh, religious organization to to be teaching that kind of stuff Mm-mm. like no. and to be influencing so many young people who are going through this and it's not just young people it's of all ages but especially yeah. people who are already so insecure having to deal with this kind of shit in high school or middle school or elementary school or with their you know in their homes with their friends and then you additionally you hear it from your church that's supposed to be this like place of comfort and like where you find peace and then you're also hearing that like oh yeah your life and your you know 
how you are is not correct and you should change that and you should live a life of a lie of being someone who you're not truly you know who it's not really yourself like it's awful yeah. if you're it's it terrible angles and you're getting it from a church too like yeah uh, yeah it's super damaging like and almost all mormon homes hang the the family of proclamation up yeah of course mm-hmm. and in that proclamation it it says that marriage is ordained of god only between a man and a woman mm-hmm. and that their roles and their specific genders should never be mixed up basically i mean that's not the exact words but that's basically what it says and I just can't imagine being just a young person in that situation and seeing that and trying to, trying to work your way through that and trying to figure out where you fit. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I just think it's super toxic and I'm not here for it. I ain't got time for that shit. So Bye, not today, Satan. Not, not today, Satan. <laughs> I am Although I don't think Satan today. would even say anything that rude. I'm gonna say bye, Joseph Smith. Bye, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Jay Smith. You ain't got a place in here. Yeah. Um. Bye-bye. So this is like totally off topic, but it just like warms my heart so much whenever like friends of mine or colleagues listen to the podcast and they tell me about it and they like quote us. And I love that it happens so often that like I don't because I don't remember what we say. I'm so, I'm literally like I have a hamster memory. <laughs> I just like I can't remember. So like one of my colleagues that like, came in was like, oh, like I thought it was so such a funny episode when we were talking about J dogs, and I was like, what? Oh yeah, J dogs. J dogs. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, like you guys are giving like a shout out to like J dogs, and I was like, Ugh. It took me, like, a good five minutes, and then I was like, oh, yeah, we did do that. Delicious. It's so embarrassing, because I'm like, what's that now? I don't remember what I said, which is problematic, because I talk a bunch of shit, and I don't remember what I say, so that it's like, did I say that? I'm so sorry to whoever I offended this week, because I don't remember. Oh, man. Exactly. Oh my god, but this has like been very informative and delightful, but also like saddening. And I think how I'm gonna cheer myself up is to go take a few puffs before going to bed. <laughs> Speaking of, you gotta celebrate yeah. because this is just I I feel really saddened that like so many people are gonna just take that letter to heart and not do any other research and then vote um against it and yeah, it's um, it's terrible sad. it's terrible. Uh, kids don't listen to any type of religious person i'm just kidding but not really <laughs> because it's probably a cult and you should just not do it yeah think for yourselves do that it, you're gonna end up in fucking Kirtland cult and then there's <laughs> gonna be a killing and you shouldn't do it and you're gonna be like I should have listened to Sarah yeah <laughs> yep. so that one bitch on that podcast who never makes sense pulls information <laughs> out of her ass and then doesn't remember what she says because that is me And then he uses profanity all the time because she's not intelligent enough to think of other words. Shut up. True 
story. No. Um, Also, listeners, we got so many cool messages this week. Like, my heart was exploding with joy and happiness. Mm -hmm. Me too. Like, reading all of the stuff. So, and we, so Katie and I were just talking earlier how we want to put together, like, all these upcoming topics and dates, and we're going to have a lot of guest speakers upcoming. So, listeners, prepare. There will be more than two voices on this episode. Yep. And there will be a British accent on the, the next episode. Yeah. Uh, super excited about that. And, yeah, so keep sending your stories because they're honestly, they're so interesting. Like, I, I, I even if our messages are just kind of, like, they might sound generic and, like, oh, God, like, oh, such a cool story. But, honestly, like, I'm freaking out on the other side. I know Katie is as well. Yes, like, yes. They're just, Ooh, these stories are so great. Keep we sending. love them. Love yes. them. Yes. And the, the longer they are, like, don't ever apologize for the length because I think it's great. And let's be honest, it's not like we got like 3,000 listeners sending us emails. So it's, <laughs> we got the time to read your messages. So send them. Also, I, you know, quit my job. So I have all the time in the world. These yes. Days Go, to, Sarah. So send them on over. And then we will also, yeah, well, if you want us to read them. We will definitely read them. If you just want us to know your story, just so you can say it, we don't have to share it. We can just know your story and acknowledge it between the three of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me and Katie reading your messages. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, also, we're on iTunes. I, can, I just have to emphasize like iTunes and Google Play again because I'm so fucking excited. I Google. <laughs> I Google us so much, and then also I went to iTunes just to, like, type it in one more time. And Brittany, shout out to her. She left us a comment on iTunes. She did? I I haven't seen it. Yeah, go read it. It, It's so warm. And then I gave us five stars because, bitch, you know I'm going to be giving us five stars. So, and I subscribed to our own uh, podcast because I was like, at least we'll have one. Well, at least there'll be one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if I have guilt tripped you guys enough already, go to our fucking iTunes and subscribe and give us five stars, please. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, yeah. So, that's that. And All right. I don't think I have anything else to contribute. I've been pretty useless this episode. Yeah, but this has been great. And Katie agrees. She's like, yeah, bitch, you have been useless. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, anyways, like, yeah, listen and do all the things. Do all the things. Hashtag XMO, hashtag Momo no mo hashtag not so Molly Mormon podcast hashtag the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yes, really follow happy. us on Instagram and Twitter if you have it. We're on Twitter. Oh yeah, tweet 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 away. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I'm so bad about Twitter, but yes, it's the new. It's not the new. It's just the basic thing that we should be doing. So yes. tweet tweet <laughs> and Instagram and tell us all the things because we okay. love hearing them. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye.